Welcome to today's Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. I'm Paul Gatling. Today we've got some audio from a longtime telecommunications executive and entrepreneur who has been given an assignment by the Arkansas legislature to help create a master plan for expanding broadband internet across the state. Also, some recommended reading for you over at nwabusinessjournal.com about the post-COVID recovery in the region's arts and entertainment industries. Audiences have returned to venues, and area executives expect to build on in-person attendance growth. Still, though, there are some challenges, including filling empty seats and job openings. That's a really nice article from reporter Jeff Delarosa with some insight from Brian Crown with the Walmart Amp, Martin Miller with Theater Squared, and Crystal Bridges Executive Director Rod Bigelow. That story appeared in the latest issue of the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal, and it's now posted online at nwabusinessjournal.com. We've got more news after the break. You're listening to the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Support for the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report is provided by the Arkansas State Chamber of Commerce and Associated Industries of Arkansas. The Chamber's mission is to promote a pro-business, free enterprise agenda and prevent legislation, regulation, and rules that hinder business. ArkansasStateChamber.com Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield For more than 70 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield has used its knowledge and compassion to create health care solutions for individuals and businesses. More information at ArkansasBlueCross.com First Security is proud to be only in Arkansas. They offer smart solutions for personal and business banking, plus convenient services and community investment. First Security. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Lou McAllister is the CEO of Broadband Development Group, and he has been tasked by the Arkansas Legislature to help create a master plan for expanding broadband internet across the state of Arkansas. For a progress report on that project, McAllister sat down recently with Roby Brock. Well, the work is going really well. Uh, we think we're, we're um, optimistically, we think we're ahead of schedule. Uh, we've been in about... Um, 29 counties so far physically uh, interviewing and meeting with um, stakeholders, uh, superintendents, students, teachers, small business owners, judges, mayors, Farm Bureau folks. Um, we have um, a few others scheduled before the end of the month. So by, by year end, we will have been in 34 counties. Um, so we feel pretty good about that. Um, and uh, the engineering work is going well. The data gathering is a massive data gathering exercise, Roby, as you might imagine. To, um, to create a really accurate map, give us a really good picture of where we are uh, as a state with broadband. Uh, and um, I feel pretty good about where we, uh, where we stand on that. All right, back up a little bit and let's talk about what, how we define broadband. Is there an internet speed that defines broadband? Yeah. Is there a penetration within the community that defines a community having broadband? What are some of those parameters? Sure. Uh, the FCC is is sort of our guide on uh, defining broadband internet access, and that's defined as 25 megabits per second as download speed. What you think about as you watch Netflix or uh, go to the, the internet on something, uh, upload speed is three megabits per second. 
you know, so sending emails or files or that sort of thing. So you hear people talk about 25 by three. That's what they're talking about. That's the minimum uh, definition of, out of the FCC for broadband service. All right. And how widespread does that have to be in a community for it to be considered a community has broadband? Is it one home? Is it uh, homes? I mean, what, what defines <laughs> that? There, 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 therein lies a little bit of the debate. Um, providers report to the FCC on a, on a thing called a Form 477 where they serve areas. If one home in that area is served, then the area is served. There may be 10 or 12 other homes in that area, none of which have service. But as far as the FCC is concerned, as far as the ISP is concerned, the area is served. But that's 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 why we end up with inaccurate maps. That's why we end up with frustration and anger. That's why we that's why we exist and why we're doing what we're doing. It's to find out where those gaps are and fill in those gaps and make sure that everyone um, has affordable broadband Internet access. You mentioned this is a very data-centric uh, project that you're working on. Lots and lots of layers of data. I know right. you're taking some census data. Uh, you're overlapping that with a lot of other uh, data that you have in terms of what's been provided by telecoms and internet service providers. Um, right. Tell me where we are kind of in that data collection process. I think you've gotten pretty far with some of it. And what kind of remains? We have gotten pretty far with a lot of it. There are 98,000 census blocks in Arkansas, and I don't, that's kind of a, a nerdy you know, term, I guess. But um, we are down to about the last 10% or so uh, of that. Uh, but we're gathering data from the, the providers themselves. We're, we're, we're gathering data from um, uh, other organizations. There are lots of organizations that have been surveying and gathering data over the years, and we're trying to uh, collect and collate, sift and sort all of that data, as well as doing our own primary research. But um, I'd say we're down to about the last uh, 10% of the data gathering of the census blocks themselves. And this is on an address-by-address address basis. So we have, um, I don't know, a million and a half addresses or something in Arkansas. It's a lot, a lot of, a lot of data to gather. And that's where boots on the ground comes in handy. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of folks out there, right? So the legislature mentioned earlier this week that um, you guys have been doing some town hall meetings. You are going to do some more meetings uh, in the near future, particularly in those counties that you haven't uh, been to yet. You're assessing needs. You're, uh, I guess, assessing community interest or desires. What do you want from those meetings? What is the information that you're getting? And how do you package those findings in your final report? That's a great question. There are two two pieces of the research, right? One's quantitative data. You know, where do you live? What speed do you have? How much do you pay? Numbers, objective, you know, quantitative data. The other data, though, is qualitative. How frustrated are you? How angry are you? What happens to your kids? What happens to your business? Um, what happens when you have fiber optic cable running across your yard or across your property, but you don't have internet access? Why is that? So, um, you know, taking a cue from some, you know, some of our other friends, uh, big companies, uh, Arkansas-based companies who are pretty good at data gathering and analysis, we look at those two things, the quantitative part of that as well as the qualitative part. That's what these, that's what these, these community meetings are really about uh, more than anything else, Roby. Uh, we can send a form out, a survey out, and people can give us quantitative data all, all day long. What we, what we like to do is stand there and listen and interview and talk and get feedback from people 
and find out things like the lady in the Dardanelle library who's looking for a job and filing her unemployment benefits because she's lost her internet service at home because the $30 a month bill that she thought she had really was a $300 a month bill. And she makes $20,000 a year. She can't afford, she can't afford that. And so it's devastating her credit and, and she's, she's trying to get a job. She's trying to, you know, just survive. And you don't get that by just looking at spreadsheets and databases uh, and, and analyzing data. You only get that when you're standing face to face with somebody and, and talking to them one-on-one. And so that's, that's, that's primarily why we're out in the communities. McAllister also cautioned that Arkansans need to be realistic about how much broadband penetration is possible for rural parts of the state. He noted that when rural telephone service was installed, a 96% rate was considered universal coverage. And that standard may also be necessary for broadband. Considering there are some extremely remote areas of Arkansas that will be difficult to connect. A final wrap-up on that project, McAllister said, is due in April of next year. You can find that entire interview with Roby Brock over on our sister website at talkbusiness.net. In other headlines, despite higher gas prices than a year ago, road trips will remain the top mode of travel during the holidays. According to the AAA, more than 100 million people are expected to travel in cars this season. While more than 6 million people travel by air and 3 million take buses, trains, or cruises. Holiday travel is expected to rise overall by 34% compared with last year. And Georgia-based law firm Hall Booth Smith has hired longtime attorney Jason Hendren to lead its new office in Rogers. Hendren spent the past seven years working for Wright Lindsey Jennings in Rogers. And Haas Hall Academy is also hoping to expand... The Fayetteville-based charter school is seeking approval from the State Department of Education to open a Fort Smith campus. That would join existing campus locations in Bentonville, Fayetteville, Rogers, and Springdale. I'm Paul Gatling, and that's the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Until next time, thanks for listening.